0: It's time for our spotlight on KRWC and on this Friday morning we have a bit of a musical spotlight to get to you today. Information about the holiday for orchestra with ringers and singers. It's a holiday tradition from the Buffalo Community Orchestra and it's coming up this Sunday at the Buffalo High School Performing Arts Center and we're going to talk about it today. The Buffalo Community Orchestra conductor Nishan Bravo-Gruber is joining us on the line today. Season's greetings to you. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Tim. Thanks for having us.
0: It's always a pleasure. This is a great tradition that the community orchestra has had for a number of years.
1: It is, and one thing that I really like about it is that even though it's a tradition for us to come together with the Right ringers and the Wright County Chamber Chorus and students from Buffalo High School is that we always find something new to add to this program to just make it uh, a little bit extra special each year.
0: It's always uh, a great time. I know a lot of people consider it sort of the the one event that really kicks them into gear for for the holidays. So you got a lot of repeat uh, customers and uh, people that enjoy the concert.
1: Exactly, exactly. It really has something for everybody, young, old. Everybody is uh, is uh, sure to find something that they are familiar with or something new that they'll they'll find really exciting.
0: Tell us a little bit about, about preparations for this kind of an annual concert. Um, do you select music from certain categories, or are there bases that you want to cover
1: each year? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, we obviously we know that we have this collaboration with these two other ensembles. So myself, including the directors of these other ensembles talk over the summer to kind of brainstorm on ideas for repertoire. We like to do things that we know will be resonating with the audience, but also things that our musicians will enjoy playing. Uh, so it's usually pretty, you know, upbeat music and festive um, and colorful, in fact. So uh, that, that's kind of how we, we go about programming this.
0: There's lots of music that has been written literally for centuries around the Christmas holiday. Um, so you've got things to pick from, but again, you know, as you mentioned, some are more traditional, some are very, uh, you know, very specifically Uh, regimented, others are more playful, things like that.
1: Exactly, exactly. Holiday programs tend to be pretty versatile, so it it gives us a great opportunity to kind of extend our reach uh, pretty wide.
0: I know we're going to hear uh, an interview segment that our own Kendall Kubosh and a member of the uh, orchestra did with um, a a special um, person who has contributed some music for this um, concert talk just briefly about that we'll hear this interview a little bit later on but uh, you have some special music that's uh, as I understand it been written just for this is that correct?
1: Precisely the Buffalo Community Orchestra commissioned um, Stephen Amundsen who was the, the really the leadership of the orchestral activities over at Ola for a little bit over four decades. Um, he a lot of our members in our, in our orchestra you know they went to Olaf, they know. Uh, Mr. Amundsen, and that's kind of how that connection was formed. And he agreed to write a piece for us, uh, for, the, for the orchestra, along with Handbells and Choir, um, and the title is The Winds of Hope. And he'll talk a little bit about it in his segment, but it is such a wonderful opportunity for us to play his music, not only because we've played uh, other works of his in the past, but this is the first time that we have a work specifically written for us that we get to present uh, to our audience and our community, but it really is not only a treat but a true honor.
0: That's got to be really exciting to to be the first group to uh, to present this piece to uh, any listening audience.
1: Exactly. There's, it's always a um, it has a little bit of an extra edge, you know, because it's a first. Uh, the composer will be present. Um, I mean, he was there in rehearsal last week. You know it's it, as a conductor and as musicians, we want to make sure we're we're um, upholding and presenting his music as he as he envisioned it. so um, we had a great rehearsal last weekend, and we're just very excited for this coming Sunday.
0: All right, we'll get to that interview segment here in just a bit. We want to kind of touch on and give samples of, as we always do uh, uh, some of the other music that folks will hear, and I'll let you set this up. I think the first one is the first Noel.
1: The first noel it really needs no introduction uh, this arrangement by wilberg uh it requires an orchestra and it is just an incredibly um moving and um really really kind of uh, oh, a nice a nice pace to the the arrangement in that it begins with just strings a little introduction, and then the tenors and basses come in and it kind of builds from that eventually sopranos and altos get get the the tune as well but it just kind of builds, builds, and then it slowly comes down at the end for a, kind of a, another a soft and quiet ending.
0: We'll come back and talk more in just a moment. Let's hear just a little bit of a sample of this arrangement of the first Noel. An arrangement of the first Noel, and uh, Hisham, boy, it's uh, tempting to just let that continue to play and play, you're right. <laughs> it just uh, it just continues to swell there, doesn't it?
1: It does, it does. It's, it's a wonderful, uh, wonderful arrangement, and obviously a incredibly touching um, text, and just a great opportunity for us to give something back to the community.
0: The first Noel is kind of an interesting um, piece, because I've heard it. Done, you know, with full production of that nature, with orchestra and choirs, and yet uh, it can sound incredibly beautiful, just stripped all the way back to just uh, maybe piano or guitar and vocal, or maybe just instrumentally too.
1: Exactly, it's one of those pieces that that no matter how it's presented, um, it's, um, it's it's moving and it's special, as you just mentioned.
0: Yeah, Now, we shift gears. We talked about the fact that uh, there is a vast array of music to pick from here, and now we're going to do something much, much different, and this is uh, more of the playful side of things with Sleigh Ride. Tell us about that.
1: That's, that's right. So uh, Leroy Anderson's Sleigh Ride, of course, has become iconic with the holidays, and it really is the one piece that we just have to kind of do every year whether it's the orchestra or uh, the handbell arrangement or whatnot. Uh, but this year we're doing it with orchestra. And uh, I mean, it's just a ton of fun. You know, it's, it's actually, it's interesting to note that Anderson wrote it uh, during a heat wave in July. So <laughs> he he was, he was thinking about something else at that point. Um, in I think it was 1946 when he wrote it. Um, anyways, it's just a ton of fun. And Uh, I hear, I hear from 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 the grapevine that a lucky few will actually be able to come up and conduct that during the concert. So, you might just be one of them.
0: Lots of fun. Let's hear a little bit of it, and then we'll come back and chat some more sleigh ride. Kind of an irresistible piece that uh, everybody knows. It is literally an icon of, of modern Christmases. And I'm just guessing that uh, no matter, you know, uh, the bigger your orchestra, the the larger the number of players, the sound just gets bigger and bigger.
1: It does. It does. And the energy, and and it's just a ton of fun. A ton of fun.
0: We were talking with Hisham Bravo Gruber with the Buffalo Community Orchestra previewing the holiday for orchestra with ringers and singers this Sunday at 7 p.m. at the Buffalo High School Performing Arts Center. Um, Let's talk just for a second about the uh, tickets. Uh, We'll touch this at the end, too, Hisham, but um, how do people get a hold of tickets for this
2: performance?
1: Uh, There are various ways. You can buy tickets at Buffalo Books. You can buy online. You can buy tickets at The Door. Um, when you do purchase tickets online, you do save one whole dollar, so that's a little bit more incentive to do that online. And, um, yeah, the cost is between 12 to $15, and um, just uh, hope, hope to see everybody there.
0: We'll touch on that again. Let's finish up with uh, just the excerpts uh, so we can get to the uh, interview segment here as well. Um, the final one that we're going to get a little bit of a preview of comes from The Nutcracker.
1: Yeah, that's right. So we're doing not the entire Nutcracker, but just probably my favorite my favorite movement of the suite, uh, which is the Waltz of the Flowers. It's I'm just a I'm just a sucker for a waltz, and the orchestra has a lot of fun with it. And it's Tchaikovsky. It's you know one of the the quintessential composers of the Romantic period, and just the music is so luscious, fun, and it's easy to sway back in your chair, back and forth, almost in a waltz-like manner. Um, it's just a great opportunity for the orchestra to revisit some, some music by Tchaikovsky.
0: Well, I'm sure we'll recognize it. Let's listen to a bit, and then we'll come back and uh, hear our interview segments with uh, Kendall and also Steven Amundsen. and you could let play all the way to the end, I'm sure. That, uh, that's got to be a joy to uh, conduct that, too.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's just a, ton, a ton of fun, and, and it's, any waltz, any music from ballet from Tchaikovsky is, is always just very special for us.
0: Let's set up our uh, interview segment. Uh, again, we're going to hear from Kendall Kubosh. Uh, tell us again about the uh, person who he will be talking to who has written a special piece just for this concert.
1: Yes, again, this is uh, composer and conductor Stephen Amundsen, well-known in the community, uh, directed the orchestras at St. Olaf for over 40 years, Uh, just a real icon in the community, and he agreed to write a piece for us titled The Winds of Hope, and um, I'm sure he has plenty to say about it here.
0: All right. We'll come back and wrap up. Let's uh, now hear this segment.
3: Kendall Kubash for KRWC and Spotlight. I'm here with Steven Amundsen. Uh, He'll be joining us uh, with his music on Sunday at the concert, uh, the Christmas concert. Steve uh, took over the uh, St. Olaf conducting ship in 81, professor of music. He's a founding conductor of the Twin Cities based Metropolitan Symphony. Amundsen recently completed a 13 year tenure as music director and conductor of the Bloomington, Minnesota Symphony Orchestra. He's a 1977 graduate of Luther College. He's got a degree in orchestral conducting at Northwestern University and did studies in Virginia and all over, including the Mosatarium in Salzburg, Austria, and he got a chance to work with uh, Bernard Rubenstein there. In 1980 he was uh, in the international conducting competition and he placed first earning the Hans Haring prize in conducting and arranging. Uh, It's quite a history behind him and under Amundsen's direction the St. Olaf Orchestra has been featured on Austrian national radio, NPR, PBS, and many of the uh, finest concert halls in Eastern Europe and all all around the world. So welcome to Buffalo, Minnesota. Welcome to the BCL.
4: Thank you so much. It's great to be here and to hear the orchestra and the choir live in the hall. Now, tell us the name of the piece that you uh, you wrote for this, uh, this concert. All right, I was commissioned to write a piece and I decided to call it The Winds of Hope. And uh, it's probably serendipitous in a way because I think hope is something we could use a lot more of, especially in this difficult time with war. And so the text talks about hope and peace and love and joy and uh, with typical Christmas themes, but yeah, it's a, it's a piece written for the full orchestra, the, the community choir and the high school choir, and also the wonderful handbell choir here in Buffalo.
3: You are published with a lot of different pieces, a lot of Christmas pieces. Tell us the thought process of how, uh, what do you start with? Do you start with a verse? Do you start
4: with a uh, musical theme? What do you start with and then build off Well, of that's a really good question. Uh, all composers have to start with a, a kernel, some seed uh, that sort of blossoms, and so for me, It's either an idea, sometimes it's a tune, sometimes it's a chord progression, but usually I get an idea in my head and it kind of sticks with me, and when I know it's the right idea, then it usually just uh, begins. In this case, however, because I have a text, everything is dependent on the words and so the words kind of help me flow this piece all the way through. So as long as you start with a text but most of the music that I've written is just instrumental music and therefore I don't have a text to rely on. It's it's just sort of the logic of a, of a musical theme that kind of grows and develops in certain ways and and comes to fruition. So it's a very difficult thing to to describe. But for me, I wait till the muse speaks. I sit at the piano and I improvise and, and eventually something sort of speaks to me and I realize something's happening and then once I latch onto that, the piece grows and develops. This is nothing that you sit down in a weekend and write, about how many weeks or months uh, did this uh, take? Yeah, this was a long process. Uh, I had hoped to finish it in, in a few months, but it really was about a year's process for me. Um, it was a little slower than usual. Um, it was a little bit longer piece than some of the ones that I write, but. The fact that it was choir, orchestra, and handbells makes it a little bit more complicated than, for instance, just orchestra alone.
3: And was today the first time you actually heard it performed by live performers?
4: Exactly, since this is a a commission, this will be the world premiere on Sunday, and uh, I wanted to come up and hear it before the performance, and I'm glad I did, and I'm really excited about it. Well,
3: it's very nice, and as a member of the orchestra, we practiced it, and it's kind of like only hearing one side of a telephone conversation. You don't (laughs) get to know all the pieces. And then
4: when you hear it together, it was our first time, too. It starts to make sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it's really exciting. I could kind of see it both in the choir's eyes and in the orchestra's eyes when you can hear each other and sort of hear the whole piece coming together a little bit,
3: yeah. It's a very interesting piece, a very, very beautiful piece, and I'm just so thrilled that the people of Wright County and Buffalo will have a chance to hear a world premiere of a piece of music that we may be listening to the
4: rest of our lives, hopefully with other <laughs> orchestras. So I hope so, too. No, I actually, it's, it's gonna be one of my favorite pieces. I've written quite a lot of music, but this one is special to me, and I'm very thankful to the B.C.O. For for commissioning me to write it. They've been doing a lot of my music over the years, especially my handbell orchestra music, because again, you have this wonderful handbell choir here. So I'm uh, thrilled to be here. This is my first time in Buffalo and my first time hearing the orchestra. I have a couple of former students on stage and this is very special to me, so I'm excited.
3: Don't be a stranger, please come back and join us anytime you want to. And for the listening audience out there, uh, this is gonna be this Sunday. It starts at seven o'clock, I believe, and uh, it should be just a fantastic piece. We've got individual orchestra pieces and handbill pieces and choir pieces, but then the the grand the grand mixture of them all in your piece called the Winds of Hope. Right. Hey, thanks so much. I'm I'm really excited, and I can't wait till Sunday. Very good, Steve Amundson, my special guest here on Spotlight.
0: Great interview, and uh, Hisham, that's uh, kind of interesting to hear some of the background on on what went into composing the piece.
1: That's right. It's always it's always a real treat to hear from a composer themselves on. On their process and uh, you know what they thought about, and it. it's it's we don't often get that privilege, so
0: we can't interview the uh, you know the uh, Tchaikovskys and, and folks like that. So <laughs> this this will be just right. So,
1: well, exactly, exactly.
0: One more time, if you will, on the place, the time, and tickets.
1: So uh, concerts at Buffalo High School, they're at the Performing Arts Center. You can buy tickets online, at the door, or at Buffalo Books. Uh, Adults are $15. Seniors, $12. And children 17 and under get in for free. So we're just hoping uh, to have a really jam-packed audience. It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, just hope to see the whole community there.
0: It's a tradition of the holidays, and we thank you for uh, sharing it with us. Uh, and we hope that the, uh, the auditorium is packed. Hisham, best of uh, luck to you in the concert, and have a great, great holiday season. We uh, thank you again for being with us
1: today. Likewise, and All right. have a good day.
0: There's our spotlight for you for today on KRWC.